Hi, I'm Megan Raymond, and welcome to Showy 8, Brainstorm in Progress. Now, real brainstorming is not about spitballing ideas. It's a structured creative process where you answer certain questions to create solutions. So, listen to how real brainstorming is done to help people get their greatness on. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Megan Raymond, and welcome to Showy 8. Today, we have our friend Brittany in the studio with us today. Say hello, Brittany. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Brittany, we're so happy to have you here. Oh, so happy to be here. (laughs) All right. So before we get into your challenge, we would like to get to know you a little bit better. So why don't you tell us what you do for a living? I am now a full-time yoga teacher. (laughs) Dun-da-da-da! And what were you doing before that? I was in digital media planning, uh, specifically pharma advertising. So I'd help clients place their media dollars, uh, particularly online media dollars. So like placing web banners, sponsored articles, digital signs, and doctor's offices, all that jazz. So basically, for the people who don't understand media, (laughs) it's like you're helping place ads in different types of mediums. You're on a website and you see an ad on the side. You may have helped put that ad there. Exactly. All right. So if you had to describe your personality in three words or phrases, what would they be? Um, So I'd say passionate. Oh, okay. Why? Passionate in the sense that I am always thinking about my friends, my family, my pets. Yeah, your pets, right? (laughs) And now I'm always thinking, well, I was before, but I'm definitely always thinking about yoga too and how I can learn more about it really fires me up. (laughs) What else? (laughs) I'm definitely curious. I'm a curious person. I'm always curious about everything around me in the world, like different subjects or whenever I have conversations with people. I'm always asking follow-up questions about that subject matter to Uh better inform myself. So you're great at dinner conversation. Yes, sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what else? I... Would definitely say I'm a very emotional person. Really? <laughs> yes. So you so, got the feels. Yes, I am. You all know the how feels. to have the feels for others. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Which can be good and it can be challenging. Yeah, <laughs> being an empath can be definitely challenging. Yep. All right. So what kind of er are you? Like, are you a builder, a creator, or whatever? And of course, you can be more than one. Right. Um, I think I'm mostly a learner. Mm-hmm. In the sense that I'm always asking questions, trying to absorb as much information as I can about certain subjects and top topics, mm-hmm. especially yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a full-time yoga teacher in the ever so increasingly popular and fast-growing yoga industry, mm-hmm. um, I know that I need to stay up to date on, you know, current and uh, current trends and educate myself. And, I mean, that's only going to help me grow as a teacher. So yeah. definitely say a learner. That's a great attitude. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it about yoga that you like so much? Just being in my body with myself and not having to worry about anything else and knowing that I don't have to judge myself for things that didn't or didn't, did or didn't happen during my practice. Oh, that's mm-hmm. great. Yes. Oh, that's good. So it's, All right. So uh, what is your creative challenge? So I think my creative challenge is um, I definitely feel confident, but I see and hear a lot of experienced teachers who interpret information in their own kind of style and... 
like for example, they say empowering things or they weave subject matter or themes through their yoga classes that kind of tell a story and loop everything together, not only the asana, but also the story, the theme. And I feel like I haven't really found that voice yet for myself. So I want to know what's my voice and how do I teach and speak authentically? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think in part with that is the fact that I am now a sole business owner on my own, whereas before I was always working for someone else, so there was always a structure. And now I have to be the structure, basically, and I have to um, kind of manage my own work now, which is something that I've never really done before. So, yeah. How does that make you feel? A little overwhelmed. Um, It's really about carving out that time and becoming more disciplined with myself. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely an overwhelming factor for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, that um, totally makes sense. And that's something that I think a lot of people deal with. Mm -hmm. So um, what talents do you have that you think you can put towards accomplishing this? So I think that I take criticism very well. I was always an athlete from a very young age. And so I was always working with coaches who were demanding a lot or coaches who were telling you how it is. And that taught me how to let criticism kind of roll off my shoulders. Mm -hmm. Um, And from that, I'm always trying to improve and also try not to take criticism so personally. Um, for instance, I'm always asking my students after class, like, let me know how you feel. Please let me know if you have any feedback. Feedback helps me grow as a teacher. So I'm always asking that feedback so that I can improve for my students. Mm -hmm. When we had a conversation before, you said that you like listen to a lot of podcasts about yoga and you're always studying YouTube videos and stuff like that. Yep. I'm definitely a learner. Definitely always listening to as much as I can with yoga podcasts and reading as much as I can about yoga. And I'm open to all sorts of yoga as well. So um, I'm not limited to just one style. I'm open to learning everything, which I think is good in this industry. Mm -hmm. And who are you talking to? Who's going to benefit from you accomplishing this? So I think, number one, my students will definitely benefit because they will have found a teacher that they feel not only safe with, but also empowered by. Mm -hmm. And then personally, I'll probably benefit as well by gaining confidence in myself as well as gaining a clientele that is loyal and believes in me. Yeah. Uh, And then how do you want them to feel? Mm, So I definitely want my students to feel empowered, of course, safe. And empowered in their own practice. And then I want to feel successful and accomplished in my own teaching. (laughs) So, and what is happening in your life or the world around you that's making you focus on this now? So, since I recently left my nine to five, that gave me the opportunity to launch my own yoga business. So when I was working both a full-time job in advertising as well as building my part-time yoga practice... I was definitely more excited about building my own yoga practice and my yoga teaching. So now that building my yoga business is full-time, I'm excited to establish my teaching style and build a clientele 
And also, I will be able to prove to myself that taking that risk, risk was the right the right decision. Well, Brittany, I have some feedback for you. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. Waiting. And uh, before we get into it, I just want to explain that this is a creative brainstorming session where I take the info that the audience just heard and I brainstorm ideas for you within the context of you and your relationship with yourself, others, and the environment you're in. And I only explain this, uh, I only explain things using the filter of being stuck in this moment. All right? Got it. Okay. So you said, I feel distracted or I feel overwhelmed. I used to have a nine to five, but now I work from home and I have to build my own business, which can make you feel overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. (laughs) So it sounds like you're craving structure. You went from a structure that was supplied to you to having to create your own. So how can you create it? Well, you're not connected to an office anymore, but you are connected to yoga. You could use yoga as your guide. So what do I mean? There's a reason for the structure and the principles in yoga. There's a reason for the poses, and there's a reason for the sequence in the poses. You could think of your own schedule as a sequence, like a connected series of events where one feeds into the other. This might help you develop a schedule that feels like a rhythm that can be modified as needed. Now, obviously, this is just a way for you to be able to wrap your head around it, because logistically, uh, your schedule is going to be based on where you're booked to teach your classes. I have an example for you. I had a friend who went from working full-time in an office to uh, freelancing and working from home, but she was still stressed from keeping an office rhythm, the five days a week, the eight eight to 10 hours a day, the rushing before the weekend, because that's what she was used to. Um, I suggested modifying her work week according to her new life rhythm, not an office rhythm that didn't exist anymore. Mm. How's that sound? I like that. <laughs> I like how you said to relate it to a sequence, because mm-hmm. obviously that's the only thing that's always on my mind is sequencing. Right. So I think I need to create a sequence of to-dos. Yeah. (laughs) Like a to-do list sequence, basically. Right. So then there's a process. Um, The other thing you said is you see experienced teachers who interpret information in their own style. How do I create my own style or voice and how do I speak authentically? Okay. So you're craving a teaching voice. In order to sound truly authentic, your teaching style is going to come from you. Uh, The way you see the world, your life, your personality, etc. So let's go back to yoga again. For anyone who's ever taken yoga, they know that it's not about being perfect at practicing it. It's about practicing it in the state you're in. For instance, you don't have to be the most flexible person in the world to get the benefits of yoga. So in your case, you could start by teaching in the state you're in to help you create a focus. To do that, here are some thought starters based on things that we just talked about. You did talk a lot about safety. So one of those Mm -hmm. could be around the idea of structure, a container where people feel safe, have a rhythm, feel a sense of improvement. Example, maybe you talk about how we feel pulled by the outside world, but here in class, we create our own structure, which gives us a safe place to grow our practice. So now you're helping to create this sense of um, safety for your students. Safety, yes. I love that. Another one could be about new beginnings. I'm in the midst of growing my practice, so we're all here to grow together. 
maybe this is great for your beginner students new to yoga or new to your class, which, which could help uh, develop a feeling of camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Another one could be about excitement about new discovery and learning. Example, you're learning some, if you learn something cool about yoga, you could share it with your students. And that could create a sense of aspiration right. in, the, in the environment, in, in this uh, class environment that you're creating with your students. Yeah. Those are just some thought starters. The idea is to help you figure out a focus so, which would help you how to talk to your students, establishing your tone and your personality, like are you soft-spoken spo- or are you telling it like it is or, um, or what kind of language and keywords you would then start using with your students. The next piece about voice is how do you know if it's working? <laughs> Hopefully it is. (laughs) Right? You're going to know by feedback from your students, whether it's in the questions that they ask, their body language, their silence, if they even show up to class, Mm -hmm. you know, which is learning how to focus on their response to what you're doing. This should be easy for you since you already said that you don't have a problem with criticism, you love to learn, and you're empathic. This way, you'll be able to start modifying the way you teach by responding to the state your students are in, which leads to a certain type of student you resonate with, which will then lead to a following. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have for you. Love that. <laughs> There's so much to absorb. Now I just have a whole bunch of the a whole plethora of theme ideas too. Do see, you really? Yeah. See those three things that you named for examples. Um, it's nuggets of my life like that, that I don't think about because I'm sitting here like, oh yeah, I care about safety. I care about my students. And you kind of just flip that. And it's like, well, you can do that in your classes. You can theme your classes that way. Like, oh, I learned something today from this teacher that I'd like to share with you or new beginnings, Mm -hmm. like simple stuff like that. I need to learn how to take that out of my life and turn it into a theme and project it in my class. Right. So that was super helpful. Right. So then you'll be able to um, develop as you go along. And the idea is as you develop, then the class is going to develop. Definitely. I love that. So (laughs) do you think that this might be helpful for you? I think so. Yes. Okay. Because the takeaway is you're going to practice in the state you're in, Mm -hmm. then modify. Mm Mm-hmm. Love that. Just like yoga. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Just like yoga. (laughs) Seems so simple. (laughs) Well, that's what I usually, t- I, that's what I, how I try and help people. I try and help yes. them with simple solutions that can yes. make a big difference. Yes, I think it will. <laughs> I can't wait to test it all out. <laughs> so, okay, so that's great. So you'd be willing to test out the thinking and yes. see what you can do. Absolutely. And then would you be willing to come back and let us know? For sure. If anything worked or didn't or? Yes, 100%. All right, great. Yes. Well, then. Brittany, if we don't have anything else to talk about, would you be willing to help me say goodbye to the audience? Absolutely. Goodbye. (laughs) Hope there were some creative problem-solving ideas you can use. I'm Megan Raymond, and thanks for listening to Showy 8. You can listen on iTunes, Google Play, and Showy8.com. And follow me on Instagram at Showy8WiseWords for your daily inspiration. 